1: Start up Brooklyn boys. Start up Brooklyn boys.
2: Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 123. It's the Brooklyn boys podcast. ho, I'm cold. What what are you (laughs) cold? Why are you cold for?
3: Because I'm sitting in my basement recording studio. When I say recording studio, (laughs) I mean a folding chair, a snack table, and a ledge, and I'm freezing down here.
2: Brody. What? It's the warmest April on record. It's going to be 60 degrees today. It's been warm. There's no way your basement is that cold.
3: Okay. My basement is a finished basement, but it's not properly insulated from the people who own the house before us. So, it's cold. There's not a lot of heating vents down here. I'm cold. I'm just letting you know I'm cold. That's You know, it. you
2: could put on a sweater if you want.
3: Oh, I could put on a sweater. Oh, that's a good idea. So a then, I go, then, then I go upstairs and I'm broiling hot. Because like you said, it's a warm April. By the way, yesterday in New York was
2: freezing. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, yeah, but that was yesterday. Today's a warm day. In fact... I wouldn't know. I'm still in the house. We're. This is Saturday. We're recording this. This is... Um, Interesting. Another another quarantine edition of the Brooklyn Boys podcast.
3: I thought, you know, uh, working from home and not having to drive in every day, you and I would have so much more time to record podcasts. And, and now we have less time to record podcasts. We really do. Because we're not like, oh, the show's over. Here's a studio. Let's go right now. It's about coordinating schedules and coordinating uh, when you're home and when my family is not um, going to be interrupted or bothered by me recording. So
2: the studio availability thing... After a show Is what motivates us We're like You know We have X amount of time To get it done So we go in And we do the job And we come out Whereas Here Every day Bleeds into the next Into the next Don't know if I'm coming Or going What time of day it is It's like Do I want to Get off my bed And stop watching Netflix And come over to my Broadcast equipment And do the podcast Oh no wait a second I can I have dishes In the uh that I have to take out of the dishwasher. Oh wait. Oh, what do I want for dinner tonight? Right. So it's like you're my. my there is no separation of church and state, work and play. See, because when I'm at work, I'm in the work mode. I'm in those studios, and you and I both feel the same way. We're like, okay, we have to do things. All things work while we're here. Right. Plus, when you're when when you're I at work, home, you're home, and you have you're thinking of the home right. things, and you're doing you're right. doing recreational and leisure stuff. But when the two worlds collide you don't know where one begins and the other ends
3: plus when you have a family and responsibilities when you're at work they well, understand they understand that like oh okay life is on hold for a little while you have work to do so i can get it done but when you're home i'm like oh what can i help with or what can i do or where can i right. you know so and plus i'm i'm desperately trying to keep busy and sure. and so you know it's it's watching television it's doing home projects and before you know it you're like
2: oh the garage looks better but i didn't do the podcast today so but the yeah, but the upside I, of doing a podcast at home is you can you could do two things at once. Where like I wouldn't be able to clip my toenails and do the podcast at the radio station, uh, but I'm about to do that right now and here uh, because I happen to be in the comfort of my own home.
3: Oh, well, that's so, uh, that's awesome for the listeners. That's great.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I have. Hold on a second.
3: Why aren't we on Zoom for this? I can see it. Oh my God. We,
2: Want to zoom in on my my, no, my toenails? I, oh, that's
3: the my... last. If I was ever going to zoom in on anything, it wouldn't wait, be that.
2: Wait, listen, I'm,
3: hold on, wait. Oh, oh, I'm,
2: I'm legitimately clipping my toenails. Oh,
3: as opposed to go. as opposed to illegitimately clipping them.
2: Oh, I got one, got one, one down and nine to go. Oh, See, God. these are the things we could do. Right, like you could you could make a sandwich right now, uh, while uh, we're on the podcast, and you know you could incorporate it into the podcast. See, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't be able to clip my toenails as I'm doing right. right now. Right.
3: I'm sure our slices are going, oh my God, what a bonus. I could hear uh, Brody make a sandwich, and I'm hearing Scary cut his toenails. This little piggy went to market. This little piggy Ugh. stayed home. Okay. Did you cut the really long second toe you have that's longer than your big toe? <laughs> yeah,
2: I did. <laughs> this little piggy had roast beef. Have you ever seen a by doctor the way, about do that? The, do, do the bite. Did all the piggies have roast beef? Because I've heard different variations. Okay, so this little piggy had roast
3: beef. This little piggy had none. This little piggy cried wee-wee-wee all the way home. Isn't it this little piggy went to market? This little piggy stayed home? And then this little piggy cried wee-wee-wee all the way home? That's the five.
2: That's three, dude. You're talking about someone with the feet.
3: This little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. Yeah. This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy had none. And the fifth piggy, if you know how to count, Scary Jones, went crying wee-wee-wee all you the You just home. said three piggies, though. No. This little piggy had went to market. That's one. It, was he wearing a mask? He better be wearing because a it's, mask.
2: It's, and gloves. Because oh. I, that's what you have to do.
3: And what he shouldn't be doing is, oh, I'm, I'm going to get upset in a minute. Is the second piggy stayed home, right? But the first right. piggy, I hope he threw his mask and his gloves out in a garbage pail, <laughs> and not on the in the parking lot of the supermarket or the doctor's was, I'm office. I'm seeing a lot of that. I put I'm a, seeing
2: a lot of mask and gloves carcass I'm seeing carcasses. You've got to be.
3: I, I put a picture up. Put a picture up of the parking lot near my house. I went to the supermarket. What kind I, of piggy do you have to be to throw your mask and gloves on the floor? I put up a picture on my Instagram at, of course, at David Brody of uh, masks, well, mostly gloves, laying in the parking lot of the supermarket. And I said, you know, what kind of animal does this, right? And so. The same kind of animal
2: that clips his toenails on a podcast. Live. That is the kind of animal, yes. <laughs> and so. Uh, By the way, I'm about to get onto my left foot.
3: Yeah. See that movie? No, I did not see that movie. My, my left feet? My left foot? Anyway, the comments and the anger from from the from uh, our followers uh, that commented on that picture, so many people are angry. So I'm wondering, do people who do that not comment on the picture because they feel guilty or do none of our followers do that? Because every single post was, yeah, those people are bastards. Not one person was like, well, sometimes there's no garbage pail around. That's not an excuse. People are making excuses. No, no, I'm saying nobody did that. Nobody said, "Well, there's no garbage pail around." There's so always no a, one made an excuse. There's always a garbage pail around. In fact, there's in, not one person that, that not said, on my no not on my page. That's the are you listening to the podcast?
2: Could you no, back I'm it up? My toenails because I might cut myself. That's
3: the second time you asked me something that I had just said. I feel like your whole theory about being able to multitask is out the window now because you can't listen and cut your toes. By the way, cutting your toenails rather is so loud. What are you using to cut your toenails? The big clippers. Like yeah, big, that was the big like the, the big, big, big toe. The big toe are requires they, uh, uh, edge, are, they, are they hedge clippers? What are you using?
2: <laughs> the big clipper, just, the big clipper requires a a, a, um, a you know a big a tri- three clips in one. You can't you can't do it on one take, dude. You have
3: a giant ass toe or a giant toe ass. One or the other. It sounds like one of those things that like they the uh, handles extend so you can reach up into a tree and cut the branches. That's what it sounds like. What you're using to cut your feet? Right, cut your toes.
2: Well, you know, if you would go into a long winded story like you did last week about um, about your Everything. phone waking up and complaining to Samsung, uh, then I can finish this job you know piece. People on Twitter <laughs> people on Twitter agreed with me. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh yes. I got an email to read I got an email to read to
3: you, buddy. Oh, I can't wait. Wait till I get to the scene. I can't wait. Speaking of people complaining, I, I wanna just sidetrack here for a second. If you are sidetrack, a fo- we're not doing anything. I know. If you're a <laughs> if you're a follower of ours, and you're a slice, and you listen to the Elvis Duran Morning Show. Um, that's great, and I love joking around with people, and uh, I love interacting with everybody on social media. You know, I write back to everybody, every post, every tweet. But I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, Scary, that gives you the right to insult me as if you're my buddy, as if you're like the guy I've been known 20 years, like, oh, we're in the car, and you make a comment to me, and I go, ha, you're a dick, and we move on. Right? So no, and Is, uh, but are they is this person trying to joke with you or are they trying to insult you? Like what?
2: Okay. Give me an example. All right. So
3: I'm not going to get the specific of the insult, but I put up a picture on Instagram and somebody made a comment. I didn't quite understand. I thought there was a 5% chance it could have been said to be an insult, but I wasn't sure. So to give them the benefit of the doubt, I wrote back and I said, what do you mean by that? And he wrote back, oh, what I'm saying is, and then insulted me. Like, insulted me but then put an lol slice for life kind of thing after it but it was a hurtful commentary so was i was bl- political nope no it was hurtful to me it wasn't it wasn't political
2: Oh, then, then why can't you share with everybody i i, I want to know scary
3: it, scary oh. not going to do that if it was hurtful to me why would i repeat it the point is adding that you're a slice and adding an lol only means your intention wasn't to hurt my feelings but i feel like you should you know that what you said. Yeah. Well, even if you didn't mean it, it's a hurtful thing to say to somebody. It's like, oh, um, you're you're uh, it's like if I said, oh, scary. Um, you you have a face that makes you look like your brain damaged. Right. But if I said it to you, it wasn't about my face. But if it was about you, you know, I'm we're friends for 20 years. You would know, I'm joking. You'd say, shut up, Dick. Right. Right. Well, but if somebody almost, uh, if yeah. somebody on social media said that to you,
2: that's not funny. Right. I almost think that they think they know you. You see, that's almost a compliment to you because they feel like they can joke with you because they're, you know what I'm saying? Like they feel a connection to you. But it's a, it's a
3: public forum. So you're insulting me in a public forum. Like if you DM me and you're like, ha 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 ha, I might write back and go, Hey man, you know what? I don't really think that's a joke kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But you do it in a public forum on my Instagram page. Yeah. then it's like, oh, everyone's going to see that and everyone's going to maybe, in the back of their mind, it, and it, it was just, it doesn't matter, again, what it, what it was said. I, I'm sure he didn't mean it to be hurtful, but I gave him a chance to explain what he meant and he clearly and he, went out of his way clearly, to say, yeah. oh, no, I was insulting you. Yeah. Ha, <laughs> ha, get it? It's an insult. <laughs> right. So being clever at someone else's expense when you don't really know them is not always the best thing. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's all. And, okay. if, and if he's still a slice and he's listening, hey man, uh, I don't, uh, no anger against you. I just, I don't feel like I want to continue the interaction on social media if that's your angle of interacting with me.
2: So that's all, we move on. All right, well, you know, um, speaking of Slices for Life, somebody, who was it? Um, I, let's see here. Um, I want to shout out to uh, Max. Max, um, Max's girlfriend, Stephanie, reached out to me on Cameo. You know, that's the app where you record video messages for people. Yep, I did one. Uh, uh, I did one like last ce- week. Yeah, celebrities uh, or whoever, or, 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 us. or no names like or <laughs> us, <laughs> will will record messages, video messages, personalized ones, and then you get to present it to that person, which is nice. Sure. So for uh, so so Stephanie wanted to celebrate Max's thirtieth birthday uh, in quarantine. Wow. So he's a slice for life, and she thought she'd surprise him with a cameo so i made a cameo uh but i gotta re- i gotta tell you something i did take one and i put it in the trash before i sent it to her because dude when when, when we're in quarantine and isolating and not yeah. giving fucks about ourselves we look like shit. I'm, i get on camera and, and and i'm reading this and then i'm like oh my god look at me and i'm like and i'm talking into my camera and i look back at and i'm like is that really me my beard had grown four days It looked like I had like chipmunk cheeks My hair was out of control I, And of course now granted I hadn't taken a shower yet I, Brody, I specifically Said I gotta get dressed I took a shower, got dressed Shaved, combed my hair Put new clothes on and then I did the cameo And now here we are doing the podcast, but I did it because I had to be on screen for 30 seconds. Yeah. But how pathetic are we?
3: Wait a minute. Is that why on the, uh, on the zoom, the morning show did you
2: were sitting in the dark? You saw that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Was that deliberate? Well, it was half and half. It was like zero fucks given. Everybody, we had a morning show Zoom conference, and I'm sure people listening are getting into some form of WebEx right. meetings or Teams right. or Zoom. and and Ali posted the picture on the Elvis
3: Strand morning show account, um, yeah. and people commented because you were sitting in the shadow
2: and my camera was off.
3: So right. they're like, "Oh, the boy, like, yeah, what,
2: what happened to those guys?" Yeah. And, and and I saw that because I was backlit something terribly. Yes, you were. Which, by the way, um. I'm buying one of those ring lights that every, all YouTubers and TikTokers buy. Um, th- okay, call me what you want. I'm not. I'm not a diva. Actually, there is a light called the Diva, which is kind of funny. Um, but these, those are the circular lights where you put your phone in the middle and it gives you some nice lighting. Um, it seems that because we're doing all this stuff from home now and we have to be on camera, and because I am backlit because of the nature of my 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 environment, I can't help it. My computer is stationary. I am going to be backlit every time. Okay, for the, for the, the, the fans. Sh- Good, th- so always, always I was thinking have to, to buy fans. one of these, these ring, those ring lights. Right. I have to buy one. I'm looking for one online. In fact, that's what I was doing before we started the podcast. And, and so, yes, so that's going to be a solution. But I looked at myself in the mirror before we went on that Zoom meeting that day, and I said, you know what? It's better off that I'm in the shadows today. I don't even want to be seen. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm serious. No, I laugh because when Elvis
3: was like, Brody, your camera's not on. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't. I got to find the button. I don't know if it's working. Brody, when
2: have you, when have you, not been up to date on technology now I'm calling bullshit on you oh
3: it was absolutely bull. it was my first zoom right so I didn't know um that you have to turn the mic on and the camera on individually I just assumed when you went in it was on so at the bottom of the screen you have to turn them on so I turned the audio on right and then on I I guess it's the same on all phones after you're on for a few minutes the icons drop away and it goes full screen so I no longer saw the video button so I didn't realize I wasn't on video, and then when Elvis was like, "Brody, your camera's not on," I'm like, "Oh, I don't know where the button ah. is," because I legitimately didn't know where the button was. But what does it matter? No one needs to see me on a, a group thing, like you Classic. said. I wasn't dressed. I was. I, we had done the show. I, I'm working from home. I have. I didn't shave. I had a full full beard at that point. I think, well, not a full beard, but you know, it was beardy. Um, and I hadn't showered, so I was like, ah, "Why bother turning the camera on? If this thing has an option not to put the camera on, then I, who needs the camera?"
2: there was no need for it so right i'm all good well, about that we're going to be doing a lot more of this kind of thing and not just us but everybody i mean our whole life is upside down now and and so you got to do what you got to do to get on camera because there's going to be a lot more of these video things you know they asked me in the you know our sales team you know the, you know when we do our endorsements and things like that the ones that i gratuitously drop into this podcast here and there they said, hey, Scary, do you want to do your first Zoom happy hour with a client? And I'm not going to mention the client. It hasn't, the deal isn't done yet. I said, what are you talking about? They're like, well, you know normally how you'd go to a bar for happy hour and host an event for us for a couple of hours with the listeners? I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, we want you to do that, but in a Zoom room that can hold up to a hundred people, and you'll all be hanging out with cocktail hours and having a having a party at, at virtually. And I'm like, so all I have to do. Is <laughs> sitting in front of my screen and with like, you know, Brady Bunch style with everybody and on the screen, on the cameras. Right. And, and that's it. I said, is this where we're going with this? Is this is this the road we're marching down? Is and they're like, oh, it's the new norm, man. Come on, man. And I'm like, all right. And you get paid me, for that. Si- I'm I'm gonna get I there, yes, but it's gonna be see that's the thing though. This is uncharted territory, and they think that because I give two hours of my time but i'm sitting in front of my computer right they could pay me far less than if i had shown up in person so this is now going on throughout our our um throughout the team because we have to set a precedent here and and i don't know if it i don't i know how to value that as currency cuz i only know hey they give us let's just say it's let's for, for argument's sake $100 it's, it's $100 to show up to an event for 2 hours right, right? To, those are our personal time We make the effort We drive there We hang out for two hours We have a couple of drinks We get on the microphone We throw out some t-shirts And we leave Right? Hang out with the listeners Great We come home That's two hours Let's say it's $100 Yeah What, what would it cost How much is it worth Or how much do they need to pay me To do the same thing Except sitting in front of my computer And I well, never have to leave my house Okay I mean, So Do you think it's a, a tenth of the price? I'm going I'm to give you three answers Okay. The first answer is if you were
3: working for me, I would find a way to pay you less. Okay. If, if it was me, well, so you're, you're David Brody, <laughs> the king of the bargains. Right. If it was me, I'd find a way to get paid more because now you're infringing on
2: my on my uh, my family time. Um, more. No, but you. No, I time. No, I know. I would have been, no, I, Right. So it's not really because I would have done. I would have actually gone now,
3: when they when they give, give when, when right. they give us the money to do an appearance, right? They don't specifically pay you for the commute time, right? They don't like no. if you have to drive an hour and a half. They like that's on you. If you want, if you want to do the gig, you got to get there, right? So right, they if can't, I'm going to
2: Philly, I'm getting the same
3: price as I'm going right. to like right. the corner store. So be, because <laughs> because they don't pay you for the trip, then they can't deduct for the lack of trip.
2: Oh, I, okay, I got to write these down because I'm supposed to have a meeting with the head of sales on this because I said, we need to talk about right. uh, the payment on this. Right. They're By the saving- way, they wanted me to do it for free.
3: No. Well, here's another analogy for you, which is my third answer. I said I would give you three. Yeah. Uh, I did um, <laughs> two doctor telecalls this week, right? Um, one of them was with an allergist because I think I may be developing allergies after all my life. And so the allergist examined me on the phone on you know on this video screen right from his home office (laughs) okay he did not give me a scratch test he didn't do blood work he gave me his opinion right i saw a second doctor who i needed him to to look in my eyes and my ears and my you know and i have been having headaches turns out the headaches were the allergies i didn't know i had so i'm fine don't worry the point is, they could not give me the proper exam because I wasn't in, in their offices. Yet, Uh-oh. yet you and I both know they're going to charge me the full price. So are they though? They're loving life right now. Well, the doctor's going to say it's still his time. His time is valuable. I would like to be able to say, but dude, you didn't you didn't take my blood pressure. So you, you're
2: going to actually bargain them down.
3: You're, no, you're going to actually make a case. No, are you going to pay full price? No, I'm saying it would be nice if they gave you a discount. But I don't imagine any doctor is going to say, "Well, I didn't really examine you. I basically looked on you on, at you on television, right?" <laughs> it, it, it's it's like a lot of times they'll have a doctor on, right, on on on, right. on the news network, and they'll say, "What are your thoughts on the president or this world leader or or or, or a sportscaster? What do you think of this pitcher?" And they'll go, "Well, I haven't examined him. I've only seen him on television, right? I've only right. I've only seen him at press conferences. I really can't diagnose him." Well, if that's the case, then you really can't diagnose me on the television, meaning my phone or my iPad or whatever. So they should get a lesser fee. Well, I'm not getting the same treatment. I'm not getting the same quality experience. But what are you
2: paying for? Some would say that you're paying for the expertise and his knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. If if he's got the knowledge to diagnose you and to say, I mean, if it comes up inconclusive, then he just did a terrible job. Well, that's my point. If you actually, if you come out with a result and a clear action that you need to take and you you get better well then he's done his job and he gets his full fee doesn't right. he well again it depends so the uh,
3: the allergist was like well I would have given you a scratch test but you're not here and I would have oh. like I would have liked to have exposed you to some allergens <laughs> But you're not here,
2: right? So, by the way, in my mind, I just pictured David David Brody's brain saying, "Okay, we're gonna the, the cash register." Right. i felt, Okay. I, by the way, you're gonna I, discount that. I felt I, 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 I felt that. better.
3: <laughs> I felt better. Right. I felt better right away. Immediately, I felt better. I was like, "Oh, I must be saving money here." Right. Um, so that's my point. Like, so you're not getting the the full doctor experience because mm. they're not able to give you the full doctor experience, which I understand. It's not their fault. It's the world we live in. But I'm still going to pay them full price. So I'm just saying. When you go to sales, tell them, hey, my doctor's charging me the same price, right? Is the is the restaurant giving you a discount for takeout food? Because you wanted to sit there. You you and, and you still tipped them on delivery. So you're not getting a discount. And by the way, you shouldn't. We want to keep the restaurants in business. So Ooh, that's great. The only thing, oh, I, w- this is- the only thing I would say to you, Skier, is that if you're doing an appearance, those people don't have an opportunity to meet you and don't have an opportunity to like take a selfie with you or well that's you know, the sad part unless that's the sad right part. unless they want to ta- be
2: able to be there
3: now they could take a selfie with your your image on the screen of course that's not the same thing well that's the downside see that's what sales is going to come back to you on it isn't the same value to the client because you aren't there there so you have to sell it and expect them to come back with Brody arguments and you have to hit them back with Brody arguments because I can argue on both sides of this that was really my I, point. I see. I see.
2: That's why you should have been a lawyer. Yeah, I know. And not doing a podcast from your cold basement. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, on the, no- the note of doctors, how do how do people get gynecological exams? Do 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 women get on their hands and knees? <laughs> oh, dude, oh. lift up their skirt and then point it at the camera. <laughs> okay. First of all, have you never? Have you, do you Get a little
3: closer to the screen so okay. I can have a look. Okay, so your, your thought process as a single guy is that gynecological exams are done doggy style? Is that what I'm
2: hearing? <laughs> how else do you get the camera? If, you're, if, you, have a, if you have a laptop, yeah. and you, you know where the camera is on a laptop, yeah, you know. have to straddle, you have to get on your hands and knees and straddle backwards and uh-huh. back into it, back right. into the camera. Right, that's how you think it's going to go down. So, you know well, I don't know. What kind <laughs> is of lo- any, Is anybody listening? Have it, had a gynecological exam over Oh my god, that's porn. I don't think you can do that. But but uh, well, we can't we can't see each other now. What, what if, if the guy needs it? What if the doctor's in his house and his kid walks in? If someone has if someone or needs a checkup. Kid. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. The medical world doesn't just stop, Brody, just because we have to do things virtually. Okay. You have to we all, right. all have to do things virtually. So, I'm sure this is if we can think of it it's already happening. Okay, I'm sure somebody's got an exam that way. Okay, I would imagine the women listening
3: are saying that puts the no in gyno. That is a that's a big no. Second of all, the laptop screen—if it's a decent laptop—the screen will tilt down. Scary. The 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 webcam can tilt down. We've all seen enough webcam porn. At least that's what I've been told. Where the camera oh, is able to be. Oh, pointed. your
2: friends told you that one? Yeah, yeah.
3: My friends were, were telling me, and I was like, "Hey, I don't want to hear that. That's disgusting." <laughs> But you do know how a gynecological exam goes normally, right? Yes,
2: I. Nor, yes, normally. Yes, yes. I, I. I mean, I've I've seen clinical situations. Oh, you
3: mean you've been watching clinical
2: videos? What do you go online yes. and and you're like I, you you research? What, what are you watching? What have you seen? No, no, I don't. I don't know the full. I don't. I, I don't. Listen, I haven't been in the room with one, but I know. I know that. I know that it's like a. It's like it's like a. It's like a. Uh, it's like a uh, you oh can't gosh. even say it. It's like a dentist chair that has. That actually like it has several different like com- like you know it has oh, stuff for the feet and then you could prop yourself up you could stuff for and the then feet it has, then it, you could put your feet in stirrups right yeah, I know yeah. stirrups I know what those are I don't know I don't know anything beyond that I just that's uh, that's all I know so I'm saying unless you have an iPhone then you could like oh here let's have an exam okay and you take your <laughs> iPhone I I don't know I don't know <laughs> but I'm sure someone's had to have done it and then who's to stop the, you know do you know what a I speculum mean, is?
3: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, what's that?
2: Is it like a reverse
3: nutcracker? <laughs> well, in the sense that it's not used on your nuts, absolutely, it's reverse. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a reverse
2: alligator. Um, okay, go, yeah, no, yeah, I know what that is, yes. Yeah, yes. okay. I've seen, I've, I, I I can imagine what that is. All okay, right. so do you, do you think the woman has to have one in her
3: house and then just reach around and do it herself? Like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out your how you conceptualize this webcam gyno exam. <laughs>
2: I'm, I don't, I don't know the answer to that, Brody. I, I, that's why I'm throwing it out there. We don't have anybody. It's not see. That's the thing that sucks about pre-recorded podcasts. People are probably shouting answers out at at the screen right now. At you know if they're in their car or wherever they're listening to this, but but we, they can't get in touch with us live. Yeah, well, I've got because you know I want instant feedback. I'd like to see some text messages roll by on the topics. That's the benefit of the big show, right? Is you know the feedback loop is complete. We throw a thought out there, and then people respond immediately, and then we can go back immediately live and be like, "Hey, this person is writing in and saying that." We don't have that luxury on a pre-recorded podcast, right? Now I'd like to talk to some phone callers on
3: the matter. Right now, I've got four women on the line uh, in my house, and I'm (laughs) not going to ask any of them that question.
2: So you don't no, you you can be sure that they have not scheduled a gynecological exam yes, during this time.
3: I can be sure of that, and I can also be sure they wouldn't do it the way you described. No, I do. Okay. Do you know how how uncomfortable going to the, that kind of doctor makes most women? And now you're huh. asking them to back that ass up to the to the
2: computer. That and then you think about it. Then you know what if the hackers get in and then they start screenshotting? Get stuff? in. I get, mean, yeah. It's, it's what if hackers, dangerous. What if hackers get in? What? they get into the computer. I mean, oh. who knows who's seeing that stuff? I mean, right. because by the way, anytime you transmit video, right? It goes all over the place. And then it could be it goes into bits in the air and then it somehow on the other end comes back. I mean, it goes through wires and things. That could be intercepted. Is this is this you sound like somebody's grandfather trying to explain the cloud. <laughs>
3: it's, got, it's got it uh, just goes up there and it's everywhere and I don't know where it's going. Listen, and,
2: I have a funny piece of audio I want to play for you after we uh, come back. okay and yeah, then I, and then I know you have a rant up your ass, a sleeve, right Yeah, you um, know please.
3: what? I'll, I'll back my ass up to the microphone so you can hear it.
2: Perfect. Podcast With and
4: scary
2: This is it
1: Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
0: So earlier
2: we were talking about Cameo, and that's the video app uh where you can do personalized messages. I want to play you a piece of audio. And Brody, <laughs> you saw this, and you're like, that's great. Um, so my friend Jameson um has a couple of friends. His name is I'm gonna show I'm gonna shout them out because uh the celebrity does. This guy's John and Augie Piccolo. Hey, they're Met fans, but they had been saying disparaging things about. You know, they get into their sports fights. We all do, and they were saying disparaging things about ex-Met, World Series 1986 champ Met, Lenny Dykstra, the center fielder for the New York Mets back in the day in the 80s, and 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 they were trash talking this guy. Right. Do we have to explain who? Do you want to explain who Lenny Dykstra Why don't you go a little bit further and Color, a little color commentary on what Lenny Dykstra has been up to since he left the Mets? Okay, so
3: Lenny Dykstra was (laughs) was a very young ball player when he came up to the Mets in 1985. Won the World Series in 86, and he was known for being uh, a hardcore, they called him nails. He would run into walls. He would run over players. He was just a really aggressive, high-strung guy. Very high-strung. Um, and then he went, he got traded to the Philadelphia Phillies in a horrible trade. And once he got to the Phillies, he clearly started doing steroids. He got huge, started hitting home runs and, and it definitely screwed with his mind because he became more aggressive. And then as his playing career winded down, he was known for having a problem with controlled substances. He had drinking problems, drug problems. He, uh, he spent his millions on, on a bunch of businesses that failed. I think he opened up some car washes that eventually went bankrupt, Anyway, since I want to say the late nineties, he's been a train wreck. He's, he goes on reality shows. I think he's been on that Dr. Drew show. Yes. Um, and, and so he's really like, I, I'm, he's not partially brain dead, but if you talk to me, be like, this guy's got a, like, he's mental. He's just, he's, he's like Nick Nolte. He's, he's, right. he's been hitting the head too many times. And so he's made a career off threatening to fight people, UFC style, um, <laughs> Anything he can do to get his name out and to make money because he clearly doesn't have any money left from his baseball playing days.
2: So that's what brought him to Cameo. Yeah, to he's, a, tra- he's 95, a train wreck.
3: He's $95 for <laughs> a personalized
2: video right. message.
3: Now, one more thing. A friend of mine who works in the radio industry uh, works for a company that does online television programming. Well, like, like YouTube-style shows, like web shows, I should say, right? And they hired Lenny to do a sports show, <laughs> like a sports commentary show. And they needed him to come in to do like um, uh, like test shows. Like, oh, we're going to put you on with a couple of people and we want to see how it's going to go. He didn't last one episode. Wow. Uh, I don't want to get into details, but let's just say um, he was a huge problem. He got himself fired and he quit at the same time as he was being fired Uh, And then he wanted his money, much like you, even though you don't show up to your appearances, you want to get paid. He (laughs) he wanted to get his money, even though he didn't do it. The the details are sketchy. But um, this was, uh, I don't know, three or four years ago. He hasn't changed a bit. So now that you have an idea of Lenny Dykstra, he's a big mess, really, is the point of the story.
2: Right. So my friend Jameson said, I'm going to pay Lenny Dykstra $95 to send a personal video message to John and Augie Piccolo. Now, is that his asking rate? On Cameo, his asking rate is ninety five dollars. right, Now, how much is your asking rate? Uh, Forty dollars, but it doesn't. But it uh, you don't get you don't get all the money. Now, see, some of the money goes to Cameo, and that's right. the Scamboni, you yeah. know. Right, uh, I, I think, can play the Scamboni jingle there if I. But it, I don't get all that money. No, they make the money. They give you a piece of it. I think, but, um, I,
3: think I think I ask for twelve, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Do you worth more than that? Nah, I I can't imagine anybody would want it. Um, at least an even, even 20. No, I ha- you know what? I have to, do- oh, I'm sorry. I'm bookable for $15. Um, But I, I like you said, you want to get a small portion of that. Um, right. I, I don't want to turn down money, but I feel like while I'm in the house, like you said, and we're, we're not really cleaning up, uh, don't hit me up right now for a cameo. Why not? In fact, I think I have a set- Now's the time to make
2: money. We no. don't have anything
3: else going on. I'm looking at my, my completed record. I have seven. You can find
2: me at Skiri Jones on Cameo. I'll do your cameos. All right, I'm like at. I did for Max's birthday. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Is that what you did? I told you earlier in the, the when we started this podcast. I did. I did a cameo for Max. He booked me. Oh, right. So anyway, anyway but, yeah, yeah. So so anyway, so <laughs> Jameson pays Lenny Dykstra ninety five dollars to send a message to Augie and John Piccolo, who had been trash talking him. Okay. And, and and Jameson told Lenny this. So <laughs> here's the message. Lenny Dykstra. Oh, he no. The,
3: the, I think the the message the Lenny was you weren't a very good met, right? You weren't a very good met, right. right? Yeah.
2: And then, so Lenny is sitting in the back of a car with the phone in his own face. And he recorded this, me- he may have been driving the car. He knows? was driving the car. And by the way, he
3: he mentions a bunch, bunch of baseball players who are known to be some of the best players who ever played for the Mets. Right. So you'll hear the names. here is his
2: personal message. Right. Back to Jameson. Yeah. Like, give this message to your two buddies, John and Augie. $95. Pick- he calls them Pickle. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. And and, and and here it is.
4: Hey, uh, Lenny Dykstra here. Uh, nails uh, coming at you from um, the streets of uh, uh, L.A. I'm cruising out here in Hollywood. But uh, hey, listen, I heard you Pickle Brothers are, uh, from Brooklyn told Jameson that uh, that, that, I'm, that I'm crazy, that, that, that I wasn't uh, the greatest myth that ever lived. Uh, let me give you advice. Um, I want John, Augie, Mike Piazza, Tom Seaver, David Wright, to bend over and fuck each other right in the fucking ass. How's that? You like that? Yeah, I said it. I'm crazy.
2: Nails out. (laughs) By the way, Jameson said to me, $95 well spent. Oh, well spent. And I gotta say, that is great. I would pay, would you pay $95 to have him say something like that? Absolutely. and 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 how he has zero fear. I mean <laughs> what if like ESPN picked that up and, and David Wright found out about it? I don't know. Yeah, by the way,
3: uh I don't know who Augie is that he's referencing. Right? Um not your friend Augie.
2: I have a friend named Augie. Oh. What are you talking no. about? Oh, I thought I thought you had a friend named Augie. No, he mentioned he,
3: No, he mentioned uh Augie. The Mets players. I don't know who. Uh, unless oh he, no Augie no Augie
2: is is Rick Aguilera is, is, is one no Augie is one of the people that that wanted the message oh, the message was for John and Augie oh, oh I thought John he meant John Franco no 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 John and Augie are the two guys oh, okay. who were shit talking him oh okay. so he says he wants he, he wants gotcha, them gotcha. all to get together I got gotcha. yeah, each other yeah, 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 over, I heard along it. with David right that, that part <laughs> I, I heard that part yeah yeah Mike Piazina. are you clipping your nails over there
3: no no I was paying attention I just when he said John <laughs> I was trying to I thought he was mentioning Mets. I thought you mentioned John Franco as one of the greatest Mets, so. All good. Lenny Dykstra, classic. Um, let me we tell should you, have him on the show. Let me tell you about a guy in a, I was at uh, another doctor's appointment. This one was in person.
2: Um, so you're going to pay full price no matter full, what, full even price, if it's yeah.
3: malpractice? Yeah, so I come, <laughs> I come out of the building, I'm walking in the parking lot, and a guy is driving really slowly, like he's looking for a spot. So I point like, oh, I'm going to get out here if you want my spot. And uh, he waves to me like, no, I'm good. But I, I noticed the front of his car is hanging down. So underneath the grill, there's a like a little spoiler or a little, little piece, and it's dragging on the ground. His front bumper is, underneath the bumper is dragging. So I point to it, and uh, I, he rolls down the window, and I said, hey, do you know that there's a part of your car hanging down? And he says, really? Like he doesn't believe me. Like he thinks I'm pranking him. So I said, yeah, the front part of the molding or something. And he says, Oh yeah, that happens all the time. Now, scary, first of all, if it happens all the time, why would you ask me if I meant it? Like why would you go, <laughs> why would you go, really? Right? Like if my yeah. shoelaces opened all the time and that was a problem I had and you want your shoelaces open, Brody, would I go, No. Really? You'd be like, oh, they always open. So he says to me, Oh, it happens all the time. But doesn't say thank you. So then he, he drives away and I see him go to the back of the parking lot where there's no cars and he gets out of the car and, and I see him under the car now trying to fix the part of the car, the bumper, and he bangs it in place and he takes some duct tape from, from his trunk and he tapes it back up, which means oh, he's God. done this a lot, right?
2: Yeah. Wouldn't you... But, see... but, but he couldn't believe that it
3: was... Oh, really? He's like, Really? Like he didn't say, "Really, damn it, again,
2: thanks, man." Now, he's, did he try and get this, the 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 duct tape to be the same color as the actual bumper was? No, so it, it could blend in. It was it, he was far away. <laughs> it, it was a it
3: was a brown car, I think, and it was silver duct tape. I don't. It oh. wasn't the kind of guy that cared about his duct tape matching his bumper. The point was, I think the normal response should have been, "Hey, man, thanks." Not again. Yeah. Oh, it happens all the time. Thank you for letting me know. Instead, he's like, "Really?"
2: And he was serious. Like well, I was. Th- that's a common response, though. A, that's one of a, a response of disbelief. He could have meant, like, really? Like, no. I thought I fucking permanently fixed that thing okay, in but, his head. See? But then he should have said, really? Inner voice could have said, oh, yeah, I could have been, I, I thought I fixed it. Okay. Really? But wouldn't he
3: say, really? Damn it. Yeah, I just fixed it yesterday. Hey, thanks for letting me know. No, he doesn't say thanks. He says, really? And I said, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he rolls up his window and then goes and fixes it. But no, thank you. No, thank you to me. This is what you get for getting involved. People aren't appreciative. Yeah, I, so 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 I'm giving a, a minor fuck you to Bumper Bob. I'm saying fuck you, Bumper Bob.
2: Because oh, come on.
3: No, he you, people should be extra nice right now. Extra nice. I didn't have to point that out to him.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't rude to you, was he? Did he spit in your face? Did he give you the finger? Flip no. You off? No. To- okay. You want to know about rude? I, I, this happened to me
3: yesterday. I'm coming out of CVS, and CVS is a um, the parking lot it's like has Walgreens. No, I'm not explaining what CVS is. Uh, no, some people don't know. It's a drugstore. It's a. Na- I believe it's a national chain. I uh,
2: now. Yeah, it's national now. Yeah.
3: Anyway, the the parking lot is on two sides of the building, so the door is in the 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 point of the corner. So. There's a parking lot on the left side, a strip of, of you know, uh, across like a two sided parking lot, and a parking lot on the other side. So I was parked on the left side, and I'm coming around the turn to go to the other side because that's where the exit is. Do you follow me so far? So I'm, pa- yes. I'm passing the entrance, and now I'm going to the left side of the building, and I'm, and I'm passing the other row of cars, double sided, and as I'm coming around, this guy in this uh, Range Rover, silver Range Rover, he starts backing out, right. Now, he clearly could have seen me had he looked to the left because there wasn't any cars between me coming around the turn and him in the first parking spot. But he wasn't looking. So I beep my horn so he won't keep backing up. Now, I assume on a Range Rover, you've got a backup camera, fancy pants, right, with a backup camera. And he stops for a second when I blow the horn. And of course, I keep going, right? Who has the right of way, the person backing out of the spot or the person in the parking lot already driving? The person that's driving, right? So I beep the horn. I see he stops. He looks at me, and I keep going. He starts backing up again. So I, blow, I I blow the horn again, and he he quickly backs up so that his car is completely blocking me. He turns to me, gives me the finger, and mouths "fuck you," right? So huh. so his I dogs do not like that. No, that somebody that my family's home. So I look at him and I'm thinking, how can I respectfully respond right with my windows down coronavirus and his windows down? So I look at him, I go, are you seriously yelling at me over this? You're cursing me. And he rolls down his window and starts screaming more profanity at me because he thinks I'm cursing him. So I'm mouthing, I'm not cursing you. And he's so he's Screaming at me more, insulting me, cursing me. You know,
2: because you rolled your window down, and I didn't roll my window down. But okay, so, so then the fact that you even but I was had the lo- nerve I was, to, I was, to look at him and start mouthing anything. I, I put my hands up. He assumed up, you were right, cursing him out, so I, he started cursing back. I put my hands up. Like, are you serious? I, I was doing like
3: shrug shoulders. I was like, you're. Cur-.
2: Yeah, but th- that's starting a fight right there. That's instigating.
3: So you would have sat there, let him curse you, and give you the finger, and just waved at him like, hi, have a nice day. Right. No. no. So, so I let, he, he go. he goes now cursing me. We get to the light cause there's a light at the exit of the parking lot. And across from the CVS is another shopping center. He goes across the shopping center where I have to go into the strip mall, another strip mall. So I cross, I'm still behind him and I watch him park. And I thought younger me would have keyed his car. Younger me. Absolutely. I, I knew, would I knew have, you were going to say that. Yeah. I absolutely would have
2: poured soda on his windshield. I would have done something to him. But but if you then would have had to park near him and he could have got back to his car first. Right. He would have seen that and then got retaliation on your well, car. So what I thought so was. Never a good right, idea. What I
3: thought was if I do anything to his car, I have to leave. I can't stay in the strip mall because, it, you know, I could have I could have scratched up his passenger side and he wouldn't have seen it till we, he got home. Right, oh, you are. You're a spiteful bastard. No, I thought about. It. Listen, we've all thought about minor crime. We've all like, <laughs> we've all like in our heads gone, "I should do this." You don't do it, but I thought about it.
2: Oh, okay. You well, you just said younger you might have done it. Younger. So now I well, wonder, younger me isn't who, as
3: wise as 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 my age now. Where I would. I, I don't. I, you know what? I didn't know younger Brody. Young, so, okay. Yeah, so what exactly? So I uh, used to. I used to drive an old car. Um. Uh, it, was, it was an old car that was built yeah. like a tank, right? I like, didn't know
2: you back then. What did you use to actually go through with this shit?
3: Okay, so let me let me tell you a story. This is, um, uh, I was probably, uh, whoa. Well, I was in my, maybe my early 20s, maybe early 20s. And I had a, an incident in a parking lot where a, a guy, I was making a left to go into a parking space and this guy out of nowhere comes flying in and goes into the parking space and hits me deliberately i mean not hits me deliberately cuts off takes the parking space right wow and then gives me and gives me the whole fuck you face as and looking at me like i have no right to be upset he took the spot now at that point he was driving a nicer car than i was and i was driving a car at that point was probably 20 years old it was a it was a horse of a car like a tank you couldn't scratch the car if you wanted to i may have deliberately dinged his left corner panel
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> shit
3: I may, wow. I, I, I may have, uh, you know, done a little bumper to bumper on him. Uh, Savage. Yeah, I'm not proud of it, uh, but yet I'm still proud of it. Because I feel like you shouldn't be a dick when you're driving one of the most expensive things you own out in public. You should, you should be somewhat respectful and don't be like, oh, I took your spot, fuck you. Had he been like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you, my bad, do you want me to back out? He was a dick about it, but you know, you shouldn't be a dick to someone who's driving a piece of shit car that I paid a hundred bucks for at the time because those people don't care about their car. And so they don't. don't. So they're more likely to F you, which is what I did back in the day. So (laughs) you've never gotten revenge on anybody. You've never like, uh, thrown water on somebody's house or, or toilet papered something or never. You never got revenge on anybody.
2: I'm trying to think back. I feel like I might've been mischievous at one point. I might've done something. Ah, uh, gotten some kind of revenge on somebody somewhere. It's nothing comes to mind readily, but okay. I'm sure I, I did. You know, you know who used to be like that? Our friend Bald Freak, Bald Freak Ronnie. He used to take it out on. He he was crazy at, at jobs jobs that he was about to quit. He got very brazen. Give me he would um, give
3: me an example. Yeah, if you remember. He,
2: well, well, when he was um, when he was working for a um. I guess it was a grocery store and they had the price guns. I think he, like, on his way out, he deliberately went and, like, re, you know, repriced <laughs> items at much cheaper than they really were. So that eventually they would they would slowly find out about his mistakes. This was before things were on computer and you used to scan the, uh, the, the barcodes in. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you know, that would be, like, a profit loss right there. Um, I, you know... I, I, I'm trying to think of other things. Yeah, but it'll come to me at some point. Okay. Well, th- I appreciate you sharing, man. Thanks. But, hey, hey, listen. <laughs> I had one example for you, and it wasn't mine. Yeah. But, um, um. You know, I, you, we could do some email. I have email, and, you know, I did want to get my father on the phone. I wanted him to talk about... Uh, Wanted him to talk about what happened to him at the bakery because we were going to do that last week. We never did. You know, we haven't taken advantage of the fact that we could take phone calls on this podcast. Yeah, I didn't realize you had that technology with your super. I can do that. You know what I can sister? do? So
3: we'll have to schedule my mom. Today's the I can the day. actually
2: pull up our text message screen. Look for some Brooklyn Boys uh, slices for nah, Lifes I don't. I don't. And know. we could. I could put them on the air right now.
3: Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm. gonna hold off on that this week. Why don't we do that next week when we can tell people okay. what day we're recording and have people text in? Or- I'd like to do
2: like an all request lunch. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> like one of those. You know, one of those. Like, hey, give it. Here's an episode where you take over and we answer your questions. Oh, you know what? Um, uh, here- we could do a Zoom. We should do a boy Brooklyn Boys Zoom.
3: Oh, you know what? I'm going to tell you what Elvis tells you every time you suggest something for the show he doesn't like. Uh, You
2: can do that on your other podcast. Oh, you know something, Brody? You're no fun. I, I want to get involved. I, I just told I, want, you I, I don't want to start a Zoom room with a hundred slices. That's great. I, I want to get some video going, and we should do a pod. And we, you know, because you could record the screen, so we could make do a podcast live mm. between you and I. We could switch back and forth, and it could be amazing. Remember that thing we were supposed to do in person? You and at me. that club, yeah. at that comedy club. Yeah, yeah, we're still gonna that do that. That hasn't happened. Well, it's on hold. It's on hold. Okay, but until then. We can do a Zoom room and we could do like Brooklyn Boys Live. Oh, were you not we could, we could route all the oh audio through.
3: Yeah, were you were you not listening to the podcast when I told the story about how I wasn't gonna be on camera even with my own coworkers? Do you remember that? Yeah, but why? That was only because you weren't sh- you didn't shave. Yeah, I don't want to put effort in. I mean I I I, I love Wear a list. baseball
2: hat. It's baseball season. It Wear a med hat.
3: Okay. I got I got so much more content here. Are we gonna do emails? Or or we're gonna do emails. Yeah, right. yeah, we could do emails. All right, because I, you know, I want to. talk. We're
2: not going to talk to my father right now, unless you want to. We could talk to my dad, but I, we don't have to do that either. Well, I mean, here comes. We can. We can talk to you. Do dad. Emails. What you want to talk to your dad about? I told you about the bakery. About about the the lady in front of him wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, okay.
3: And I, well, you know what? That's a good segue to my story for the woman in the supermarket that wasn't wearing a mask, and I had a little a little run in with her. So all right, we'll uh, just do a couple of emails, just
2: a couple. All right. All right. What all do right? you got? Mail time. Mail. That sounds like it's mail time. Welcome. You've got mail. And of course, you can always email us at the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com because um, I, w- I am there and I'm reading every email. Brody may not be, but I'm reading Well, that's a lot your of job. Them. You read them and then you read them to me. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So uh, this is from uh, Teresa cell phones turning on. Okay. Um, I just wanted to write in and tell Brody and scary that i agree with brody 100 that it is very very annoying that when you turn off your cell phone or kindle plug it into the charger and then it turns back on thank you i'm awful yeah, thank you you're saying right yep this has been something that has been a pet peeve of mine forever and i never thought to write to the, to the manufacturer of my phone or kindle to complain my personal cell phone is an iphone and yes scary it does indeed happen to iphones and i curse up and down every time Thank you, Teresa Raypack. Love in her. In Woodbridge, New Jersey. There's a bright woman. So, Thank so you. you. Okay, you liked her. Anybody all else right, is, is terrible. Counterpoint. Susie Meyer wrote to our Facebook page at the Brooklyn Boys. Hang up on her. Hey, scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> With two R's and one E. It's the opposite of that. I feel bad for you.
3: Don't find for Don't for life. Don't and find I just listened
2: people. to episode 122. And why, why? first of all, she says, why couldn't you call your dad? Well, we didn't get to it. We 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 promise things and run out of time all the time. We that don't. doesn't mean we're not gonna get to it. But we had to listen to over and over about Brody's appointment rant. Just not fair. And I love you both. Listen to forever. Susie, don't mess with my grammar. I went to public school. LOL. <laughs> um, what do you mean we had to listen to it over and over again?
3: I, I only had to listen to it once. I
2: don't
3: know. No, you could skip it if you didn't like it. I apologize. Um
2: also, um, Whitney Lubert wrote to us and said, "Hey guys, hope this email finds you well during such chaotic times." Well, I don't know. Did the email change its system of how it delivers email? <laughs> is that affected? No, <laughs> Dor- no. I know what I know what they mean. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. Okay. But what's the interesting finding us and finding us well?
3: Um, because they they hope we're in good spirits that we're where things are going well for us, yeah, so we don't. Have- I
2: know. I'm Whitney. I'm giving you shit. Anyway, my name is Whitney. I'm on the communications team for a professional eater named Randy Santel. He's a social media influencer. He's an entrepreneur. So he wants to connect Randy with influential podcasters and give him an, put him on the Brooklyn Boys podcast. He says, she says that Randy has a knack for captivating and connecting with audiences, with his upbeat personality and unique background. Now wait a second, <laughs> isn't that why we're here? But anyway, uh, I digress. Um, Randy is interested in speaking about professional eating <laughs> and other things. I don't know. She's, it's a, it's, it's a guest pitch. Do we want, do we want no. Randy, the professional eater well, no. and, and why, why no. wouldn't we see now? Now here's the thing. This is, this is exactly where I would pivot and say, if we did Brooklyn boys live over zoom, we should have him on and we should do a, a cannoli eating challenge and have him like actually perform for us. That would be a guest performer. Don't you think? Well, no? I, I bet he could eat more if he wasn't on Zoom. Oh my God, he's eating seven hundred and eighty-three uh cannolis. No but no that one would, would be know. visual entertainment for the masses. Come on now. Uh, I'm trying to think out of the box here, Brody. Uh, yeah, out of the box of cannolis. Here's what he can
3: do he can put up a YouTube video and have people watch it. That'd be good. That'd be fine. Give it. I, I just don't think that's an enthralling guest for us to have on the, on the podcast.
2: I think it's a unique ability. Well, if it was an, I wouldn't want to interview him. I would want him to actually do what he's known for, and in a visual setting. So when we do Brooklyn Boys live, we have him on, and we we have a, a cannoli eating contest or something. So you think pe- him-
3: you think people want to, as they're listening to us do a podcast, see a guy on the on the right corner of the screen
2: munching down on cannolis with cream shooting out like a zit. I'd rather watch that than, you know, I mean listen, they, they put the sign language guy up every time the governors and the mayors are doing their speeches. Okay, but that's I mean, because people who can't hear. I know, but just think about some side entertainment going on in the corner of the screen while we you know, while the main show is going on. So, it's like if something goes boring or if someone runs off on a, you know, a tangent about their phone waking up when they plug it into the uh, well, wall. Right, listen, uh, <laughs> having that, that comedy in the back in the, tell side, you tell you in, in the side of the screen would be
3: hilarious. I'll do the guy in the upper right corner eating the cannolis. If in the bottom right corner, we can have your theory of, of webcam gynecological appointments <laughs> in the bottom right corner. How about that?
2: Listen, I just gave the listeners some food for thought, okay? Because people, no one was thinking about it, and I was. And if if we, okay, let me ask you a question. If we had the guy
3: in the top right corner, right, and the woman getting the gyno exam in the bottom right corner, and and we said, tune into Zoom (laughs) to watch a guy eating a cannoli, do you think people
2: would look to the top right or the bottom right? I think they'd go to the bottom right. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. But I think we should have a three-ring circus. We, we should have us in the middle doing our podcast live, okay? We could have, like, up to 100 people. I think if you get the pro version of Zoom, you get up to 500 slices in the room at the same time. We record the screen. We record the podcast so people could see it at a later date. And we literally have these, these crazy, these oddballs of life doing their thing in each corner of the screen. Like, four things going on in each corner. While we're in the middle doing our podcast. And we're, by the way, paying no attention to any of it. You just turned us into the Howard
3: Stern show. (laughs) You did. You just just turned us into the Howard Stern television show. Work with me, baby. Come on. I got ideas. We'll get a sword
2: swallower. Yes. You could learn how to juggle. That'll be great. This is Awesome. I think the listeners are going to go for this. I don't know why we're not going to put this in. It didn't, by the way, it doesn't cost us anything. There's no budget.
3: Yeah. Hey, I know uh, one person. We don't need a budget. I know one person that's not going to go for this. Who's that? That would be me. Not doing it. I'm not doing television shows. I do a podcast. We can
2: introduce act. We can can say, look, and now for our next, our next, uh, the next three minutes, okay, (sighs) In, instead of taking commercial breaks I know. We, we could have we'll the call cannoli it, eating contest break We'll
3: call it the Brooklyn Boys Oddcast And we'll just have people doing odd things in the background Oh yes.
2: I'm still not doing it This is the one that we charge a nickel an episode A dime an episode for oh, We okay. do a epi- special episode of just The oddities of life Listen, we grew wait, up in wait, Brooklyn. Wait, wait. Did you just we say we grew up? We grew up in the shadows of Coney Island. Did you just call? Where it, they had sideshows, where guys sw- literally chewed and, and swallowed light bulbs. Yeah, where we're sword swallowers and and the, and the, and the, and the uh, yeah. What is it? The amazing stretching woman. Did you we had a, we had crazy that the craziness? It's We can on? bring all that back into Hello? our podcast. Did you just call it the oddest
3: tease? No. Y- yes, you did. You said it. We'll have the oddest teas. You did
2: the the oddities, yeah. Okay. The oddities of life. <laughs> Think yeah. of where were our roots, Brody. Oh my God! And then you know the we can Coney, deal- the great sideshows of Coney Island. We could bring them back into our podcast. I'm onto something here, and you're not hearing and, me. And then
3: we could have all the women of our of our audience do like a runway show. They could take turns and like model like evening wear. Let's uh, let's if maybe we can get an animal trainer on who can bring in a different animal every week and uh, and explain the animals to us.
2: You know the possibilities are endless with endless. Zoom. Brooklyn Boys live yeah. on Zoom. Yeah, no. we could because because you know what? Because no. everyone's going to be from their own houses. Yeah, and so- all we got to do is set up the appointments. We pipe them in. Yeah, boom! No. You got center stage yeah. for the next three minutes. Let's yeah. see your act. Go. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. No? no, no. I got an original idea. Stupid pet tricks.
3: Oh, never been done. Never before. Never been done before. <laughs> hey, you know you know what we should do? We should have Lenny Dykstra on and just close caption him in the corner so people can read what he's thinking.
2: Yes. <laughs> I love it. Or we could put, we do have a mic where he's just babbling for like a half hour and every once in a while, we'll turn on his mic and we'll see who he's offending next. Uh, Okay. All
3: right. Can we move on back to the email?
1: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue global. When you come back with a Purdue global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree. You can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect.
3: All right, let me let, Are you done with the email cuz I wanted to read a couple of uh a couple of things I got from listeners. Oh yeah, the email ended mu- like months ago. Yeah, I know. All right, let me so I want to read a, a tweet from Bobby Chechia. Uh one of one of my uh most interactives on Twitter. He said and from a great company like Hershey. And he put a picture. Uh, we I think we've talked about this before. Somebody sent me a picture of Hershey. Hershey sells white milk. They sell white milk and chocolate milk. And so his point was, I can't believe even Hershey calls it white milk. I'll tell you why I'm doubly offended by that. By the way, Bobby, thank you for that. Hershey makes chocolate, right?
2: Yeah. Do they label their chocolate brown chocolate? No. Never. They They, they they, have milk and dark because that actually speaks to the flavor and how much cacao is in it. Right. And if they sell white chocolate, it'll be labeled white chocolate know right, because it's a distinction from the typical
3: right. milk chocolate. So if anyone on the planet were to know better than to call white milk, white milk. If you want to write non-chocolate, because you're, you're worried that people will confuse it. But I'm looking at a picture of the box, Scary. On the picture of the box is milk pouring into a glass. The whole cover of the box of milk is white. Well, yes, it's white. It's white. So you're looking at the milk, and it's white milk. So I understand that people are going to go, well, it's Hershey. You'll assume it's chocolate. I get that. But the milk box is white and the milk pouring into the cup is white. And it says milk. And it says milk. So that should be enough. Uh, let me see if there's another picture I wanted to reference. Oh, I wanted to talk about um, this problem we talked about last week. And again, I'm not looking to offend anybody. I just feel like not everyone is a hero. Can we can we still agree with that? that not- yes. Okay. Okay. So I want to read you some of the text messages that we got this oh, week. But by the way, we
2: should have had a parody. We could do this for next time. Yeah. Uh, and we could do this whole segment. Uh, I am not a hero, baby. Yeah, I was I going to Enrique, not a right? Hero. right? You are not a hero, baby. Okay. So I'm going to read these. Is that in- done? Yeah.
3: Um, I'm going to, I, I, okay. So this person wrote, there are a lot of essential workers you don't know about. We are a company that makes rope for the Navy. We should be acknowledged too. Hmm. You are not a hero, baby. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save that one for last. Oh, this person said, "Please thank railroaders." I haven't heard anyone thank them yet. Thank you. What What do they mean by? Can you clarify? Can I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. What's a railroader? Is it someone who convinces you to do something you didn't want and railroads you into it? Is it someone is it, who works is it on, someone a railroad? Who's been
2: working on the railroad? All the live long All day. All the live long day.
3: All right. So again, thank you for keeping the road the trains going. But I don't know if I okay. Um, oh, uh, okay. Now I want. I wouldn't care about thanking them, but listen to the phrasing. One group of heroes, and by the way, they spelled hero wrong. One group of heroes, your spelled your wrong. One group of heroes you're not talking about is the group of people that are working to make sure people have health care and enrolling them, so hopefully they won't face big bills. Now, very important. Is, are they hero-worthy? Scary?
2: Hmm. No.
3: Okay. Don't no, forget about no. the people working at car dealerships helping keep helping people with a sen- helping to keep oh. all the essential cars in good shape.
2: I, listen. Important. I love car dealerships especially don't break a Tina Lexus freehold. <laughs> hit the jingle. Hit the jingle. You hit the jingle. You quarantine
3: son of a bitch.
2: That was a scary and a
3: Okay, I have a couple more, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, this person wrote, "Hold on, oh, what about bankers? Again, bankers, I'm still going to work every day and providing you all your money that you have on deposit. I feel like we're being left out." Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, now, this the next two really got to me, and I I, I really want your feedback on this one. Scary. Elvis had just thanked, did a whole speech about the importance of our our medical professionals, our nurses, our doctors, and all the people involved in that, EMS, all of them, right? Police, firefighter, all of that. This person texted in, don't forget retail workers, we are just
2: as important. Retail workers are just as important as the um, doctors and nurses and the police? right. Hmm, and firefighters. Yeah. Hmm, and okay. EMTs and paramedics. So they're the retailers are right there now, on that same level with them. Right now, again, and It's, ve- it's very
3: important. They're in the public. They're risking. Their, they're risking getting sick. I get it. Mm. Right. I have utmost. Res- you know, I worked in retail for, for years. I did. I did the job, and I didn't do it under under these circumstances. I just don't think the the term as important. Like important. But I, so I wanted your opinion on that. And then here's the last one. And I don't, I don't want to, again, I'm not looking at to be like grumpy Gus here, but this person texted in. All right. Should garbage men be considered first responders? Garbage men? Right. Now mm. you understand that first responders, that term means when there's an emergency, a murder, a fire, right? The people that respond first are the police and firefighters, EMS, right? Okay. Sure. They're the first people to get there. So by definition, aren't you like the last responder to show up for the garbage? (laughs) Now, again, very important. I wouldn't want to touch people's garbage right now, especially. I was
2: about to say, I mean, listen. I think you're doing a great job. They could be spreading the Rona through the garbage. That's a very dangerous job right now. Right. Uh, you but, know what? I'm going to disagree with you no, no, on that No, no, one, no, 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 no.
3: I didn't say is it an important job. Are they first responders? That's what the no, question
2: is. No, they're not first responders. Right. That was but the they question. Do, I do think they deserve a thank you, though. Oh, absolutely. So I'll, put the, I'll put them in the second category.
3: Absolutely, They Again, definitely
2: deserve the shout outs.
3: My, my my point of reading this wasn't to not thank people because I am very appreciative of the people that are working hard every day, leaving their kids at home, risking getting sick and bringing it back into their house. So I have nothing but respect for everyone who's out, out working uh, and keeping keeping the machine moving. Um, I just, when you use terms like we are just as important as nurses, I feel like I don't want to take anything. That's my real point. I don't want to take anything away from the medical professionals who many of them uh, you watch the news they're dying trying to save people's lives that's all i just want to make sure we keep them on a plateau and everybody else right right below them doing a great job and we appreciate them i i just we can't you can't you can't thank everyone in life just know that we appreciate you even if you don't get the appreciation we're, we're we're all we all know what you're doing and how hard you're working That's all. My friend Jay is a garbage man. I know what he's going through. Um, He works for New York sanitation. And uh, I believe me, I understand how difficult it is. Um, That being said, I don't think my garbage men should consistently take my garbage pails from one side of my driveway and drag them 15 feet and leave them in front of my driveway. Is that fair to say, even though we have the uh, the quarantine going on? Is that a fair request? That's
2: fair. That's fair.
3: So that when you come home, you have
2: to yeah. drive around your own garbage pails or get out of your car and move them. I feel like you know could... they, no, they they need to they need to do that part of the job, the right. one that they've always done. Right. Otherwise, feel... they don't get a tip at holiday time. And I gave them a tip. My wife gave them a tip, but I feel like we gave them a tip. No, but no, the tip is retro. See, the tip is for everything they did in 2019. It's not for going forward 2020.
3: Well, I'll give you two arguments then. If it's if it's for 2020, then you got to do the right thing by me. If it's for 2019, then are you hoping to get a tip this year? Don't then well, don't leave the garbage. Not. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna get coal in your stocking. Had they just gone four more feet, they could have been on the other side of my driveway, which is also my property. That would have been fine. But I've been moving my garbage pails more to the left every week, so that they would be further from my driveway. Because they were like, oh, they kept like putting them like like a foot into my driveway. So this time I moved the three garbage pails like ten feet away from my driveway. And they must have, like, been doing it on the run. Like, the, the truck didn't stop and they were dumping and running. And they're all in my driveway. And I'm nice to them. Hi, how are you guys? Hey, stay safe. Maybe I should, you know, be nice. I don't know. I've been very nice. I don't know. Right. I don't
2: know. All right. Uh, all right. Are you done? Yeah, we're done. We're done for this week. I have 15 more things to do. All right. Well, then go for it. No, no,
3: well No, we'll be here all day. I got to go. My family's home. The dogs were barking. Uh, right. Next week, I'll try to get my mom on. I want to. Uh, I want to. I have a bone to pick with her. She sent me something on a uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, and I'm uh, very upset with what she sent me. So I uh, will try to get her on the phone next week, and, and your dad also.
2: Okay, sounds like a plan.
3: All right, hit the damn jingle.
0: Stop, boys
1: from what Brooklyn. The-